morning, everyone. Round 21 on the way. We're just, we're into August. Yeah. There's that smell in the air. Can't smell it, can't you? Yeah, it's uh, 22 degrees each day now in Sydney. It's just the finals oh. is coming. Hello, boys. Hello, are you good? Oh, great. Boys, uh, I was on a run yesterday, believe it or not, and we're talking, and we said, is there a better day of the year than the 1st of September? <laughs> Look, we're very close to that now. It's You know, winter's gone. Oh, yeah. You know, footy finals are looming. Mm. I still think there's one cold snap and, in us. And the best horses are coming back. Oh, you, you love very, your horses. You're pessimistic with weather. No, no I'm you? just saying there's one more little cold snap, okay. and then we're on our way. You uh, think it might snow potentially in Canberra this week? Talking of reports that... Um, there's never been an AFL snow game, and they're playing at Monica on Friday. It's Giants versus someone. Wow. And that's possible. And then, of course, the big one on Sunday, mm. Canberra Roosters. Apparently, it's going to be cold enough to snow. It's just whether there's precipitation. It doesn't rain much in mm. Canberra, and uh, so that, that's going to be the, 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 the problem. I'd love it if it's you played in the snow game. Yeah, yeah. I would love it if it's snow, particularly a big game like that. It'd be, 20, it'd be like a Green Bay Packers game or something. Yeah, it's bloody hard. It's, it's very, very uncomfortable. But um, I'll tell you, a bloke who's not cold, round, we spoke about this last week. So round 19, oh, this, this punter, <laughs> this punter, and you know the story, but I'm going to say it again for those who are joining us. Uh, he backed uh, $30 to win $6,500 in round 19 for what we call tri-score bingo, which is many uh, anytime tri-scorers. He had Katoni Staggs, Josh Dugan, Kalen Ponga, James Tedesco, Cody Walker, and all he needed in the Sunday match was Mike Acevo, right? Sorry, Tedesco in round 19. Yeah. Tedesco scored the first try. That's he won $6,500. Right. Right, yeah. So I get this tweet and he says, oh, you know when people play roulette and they've had a win and they leave some of their money on the numbers... He has so that was two hundred and sixteen to one. Yes. This guy has backed those same selections again at two hundred and seventy to one because some of those teams were the outsiders. Yeah. And he gets no. to the Sunday and he only needs Mike Acevo to score. Oh <laughs> yes, he's done four it minutes, again. Four minutes in, he was collected. But, but uh, I mean, I suppose the odds don't change. Uh, there's minor changes, but what are the odds, Sean, that they're all going to all six are going to score back to back? In back-to-back weeks. It's big, yeah. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, well, I guess if the multi would be 217 times 270 to 1. But you know he's going to go back to the well this week, don't you? Oh, he got to play it until... I mean, as long as as long as he not just keeps putting it all in the middle, it's, it's only No, 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 no. He's only putting, you know, 20 or 30 bucks on him. Oh, yeah. is that all? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so what the it. joke was, he he won six and a half grand and he wrote on Twitter, he said, oh, I'm taking the family to Japan. I said... And he got half the tips from the Get Him On Side and half from his own tips... I said, what about the poor battlers who, you know, us hosting it? (laughs) So then he tweets back and says, well, mate, I've got enough for the the host to get him on side and come (laughs) down. See you at the airport. Is that why you said what you're doing in the off-season? Yeah. He said to me downstairs, what what is your off-season like? We're going to Japan. I know. Oh, yes. How good. You ever been? No, but I hear a lot of good things about it. You sound like, I reckon you'd be a bloke that's gone. Oh, he's well No, I haven't. Really? No. Lovey has. Uh, but no, it's on the it's on the to do list. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Can what about the question there? What about he? Uh, he, <laughs> he had his first training session since coming back. This <laughs> Look at this. Oh, but, uh, it's it's, it's yeah, radio, the, but I mean, it's yeah. he's in he's in the he's in the hoodie. He's in the shorts. Got the full uh, sort of Lululemon Fitzbar arrangement on. This is purely tactics. If I if I get up and I put it on in the morning, I've done this. Then there's a more. I'm not saying it's a definite chance, but there's more of a chance that I'll go to the gym or do something in my lunch break. So. <laughs> Um, 
I see you wearing yeah. this all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got the bag packed with the change of clothes. Should I go to the gym? <laughs> so, so, so it's the clothes of dreams. Put yeah. them on and they will come <laughs> and they will go. I like that thinking though. Yeah. I think I've done this in the yeah. past. But no, back at the gym yesterday. Didn't break any records. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, well, you know, um, I called it doing a Freddie. So I spoke to Brad Fitler and Brad Fitler's in great shape and, and even more so in the last couple of years. But his big thing, Freddie, was he would commit himself each day to get out of the house and either go to the gym or to a park. Mm. And he didn't necessarily have to do anything, but he just found that if he just promised himself he'd go there, even if he went there and sat on the bench, more often than not, he would do something. Mm. So, so doing a Freddie is just simply, you know, taking the task to go and do something. I'll tell you what, I know he spent a bit over there overseas. You know why? Remember before he went, and we thought he was going to propose because of this $90 haircut, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> so yesterday he says to me, and I go to the humble barber down the road 25 bucks and that's been put up from 20 and he said oh mate where's that barber that you go to oh no <laughs> well you know i went one from eight last week so you know oh, yes. things are a bit tight so uh yeah, no, that was just the, the test is that piece of salmon from two weeks ago still in the fridge <laughs> are you st- uh, did you no, eat that it's it, it's not in the fridge anymore didn't eat it no, thank god I, I was going the use by date Seemed okay to me, but you boys talked me out of it. You spooked me. So we didn't talk about this last week on air, mm. but we're walking down the corridor. See, oh, did you have the salmon? Nah, it's still there. I might have it tonight. What? It's Two weeks? Yeah. No, I think it was a week by then. It was then, about a week. Okay. I think fresh salmon, it's been refrigerated, and that's okay, isn't it? No. Yeah. No, <laughs> it was only when he didn't even listen to us. It was when the receptionist. Oh, when would you? She goes. I needed oh, a bit of female. Last Friday, the, she said she ordered. Oh, should have given yeah. it to last Friday. So that was the end of it. Yeah, that's oh, well. no, right. Uh, uh, in better news, the uh, technician who turned up to fix Youngquist. Yeah, he was best oh, of the week. I think the virus. The virus. The malware has been removed. How <laughs> yeah. did Youngquist go? He got five. I five think. Five for I think. Yeah. Okay, that's solid. How did you go? Solid? Four, I think, yeah. because I started well and then had a bad Sunday. Yeah, we both had four, and um, the less said about your tips, yeah, the better. punting, the great leveller. Yeah. Yes, you know, isn't it just? Pen, pen to, as Jarv actually said it very eloquently, uh, penthouse to the shithouse. Mm. So, yeah, just when you think you're going well, it knocks you straight back You're down. still well above 50%, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. You're going to have your bad yeah. weeks. There's 25 weeks. That's it. It's start. a long season. All Bounce right. back this week. Let's go. Um, round 21. We start on Thursday. Uh, still, would we call this the best derby in the game? Still, even though both teams are a bit off the off the ball. North Queensland, Brisbane, two dollars, dollar eighty. Oh, I'd say South and Roosters are past it yeah. at this time. Okay, at this time. Um, gee, it's a tricky one, isn't it? McCulloch carrying a shoulder injury. He's playing, is he? McCulloch. He's he's named. Yeah. yeah. Uh, minus one and a half. Brisbane, by the way, it's up there in town. It's the last. Geez, they'll try and turn anything into a celebration. It's the last. Time the Broncos play at the one three hundred Smile Stadium. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, remember might the get, JT for that. Uh, hey? Remember JT was the last time he was playing in New South Wales. The last time he was playing uh, at a, at a stadium you. without a roof on it. Last time he was. You know, <laughs> was um, yeah, what are you thinking, Sean? No, here. It's a bit. It's like it's a bit of a shame these two teams are going no good because it is like when they were up and about a couple of years ago. It was one of the great. Derbies. Well, Brisbane's still very much in it. Um, they need to turn it around quickly, but they're still in, in the mix for the What finals. are they? They're, they're one game outside of one the point. Eight. 20 they, is the cutoff. Are they on? They're on 19. Okay. They're on 19. Oh, I saw an interview so with looking the, at wins, yeah. yeah, wins and losses. Can I grab your big boy? <laughs> no, no, not this week. No, that's last week. Okay, well, that's all right. Do you want the ladder, do you? Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure Brisbane's 19. Yeah, it's here we go. West Tigers and Cronulla got in. Yep. Okay. There we go. Here we go. So... Cronulla, 20. Tigers, 20. Penrith, 20. 
Brisbane 19, Newcastle 18. Are we cutting it off there? We go with then Warriors 17, Cowboys 16. Yep. Cutting it off there. Yeah. So Newcastle's the last hurrah. Yes. Yeah. Newcastle's for and against is okay. So, jeez, um, Newcastle's for and against is okay. Jeez, they've copped some touch-ups and it's only minus 15. Okay, so mm. they're, they're in the mix. Yeah, so given what we've just said, the Cowboys season's all but over. And I, I just saw some things um, from them last week that they're just, just not at the races. I think the queue yeah. might be in the rack. Um, Paul Green sticking with the drink water at fullback and Ooh. Clifford at halfback who haven't been going great but it, it, obviously the, he's just saying All right, well, you, you, you might you? be the future so we're going to stick with you um, with the Broncos season still being alive and, and almost hinging on this game I'll just side uh, with them at the small giving away a very small start yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm going the Broncos as well. Um, mm. Just listening to an interview, I, I love listening to the interviews and picking up things from coaches. And you just get the sense that, you know, I think Seabold believes they're still in this, and I, I think they genuinely believe they are still in this. And look, they were lapped last week, but it was Winks who, who went past them. Broncos for me, very similar reasons to Sean. And as far as Young Quest is concerned, uh, Cowboys. I've got a feeling Cowboys have one good game left in them this year, and this is it. And Talmalolo's already talked about the battle with Pangai. I just don't see him being beaten by Pangai twice in a row. So I think he might be inspired. Mm. Uh, Wouldn't they love to put the Broncos out too? That's exactly... I think that's the sort of last bit of inspiration they've got left this year. Record against the Broncos up there is pretty amazing, actually. Most of these are close, but they've won at least eight of the last ten. My thing only goes back ten games, but Mm. 34-30 last year... Uh, in Townsville uh, was the last time they met there. Um, uh, so, yep, no, give me the Cowboys. Uh, this is a stay away for me, to be honest, but um, uh, what does the computer say? Yeah, uh, Cowboys with you. I've always Cowboys respected the... Sorry, boys, I'm going to grab you, keep grabbing your pen here. No, you I, forgot, it, I forgot I to bring mine. Uh, thank you, New Zealand Warriors <laughs> versus Manly. Are you are you okay with that? The when someone takes your pen and they don't give it back, there no, is something I'm, oddly annoying to yeah, me about what that. We, I just think that the great pen itself is a mystery. Like you just <laughs> you go? never ever start go? with a pen and see it die with the ink on. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen it all the way? What a description with the gesticulation. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen like it the whole way. Of fire the yeah. way you are holding that pen. Uh, no, it's a very good point. Do you ever invest in good pens? Never. What? It's like sunglasses. No. You're just wasting your money. But occasionally promotional pens, and you like this one here, it's... Um, oh, no, not this one. I've got one similar. This is a Melbourne Cup one, and I just do not want to lose it. It's a mm. terrific pen. <laughs> You're going to, though. I'm going to. It's inevitable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Warriors Manly starts the Friday games. Uh, another Warriors 6 p.m. Friday game. Yes. Uh, $2 not... you got to... Anyway, at least it's Manly. $2.90.40 are the odds here. Minus six and a half. Manly thumped the Warriors 46 to 12 early in the year. That was at Christchurch, a Manly home game. Uh, they're flying the Seagulls. The uh, New Zealand Warriors have got Steve Cooney kicking towels. Things are so bad there. They are pretty pathetic against were, the Canberra Raiders. They were putrid last week. So <clears throat> if it was any other team, I'd. I might expect to see a reaction, but who knows how the Warriors will handle mm. will handle that. The only thing we know all their outs. Luke's still out. Uh, Nick Arima picked up an injury. He's out. No Fusatua still. 
<clears throat> they're going no good, manly are flying, as we all know. But the only thing, check the little weather radar today, and it looks a bit shit, for want of a better word, <laughs> <laughs> in uh, in Auckland on Friday night. So, no. I know. No. Funny, funny that. Um, I think that's probably the only chance they're in this game, to be honest, if it's pissing down rain sideways. Because if it's a dry track, manly should flog them. This line, I think, was four and a half early in the week. And punters just told us how wrong we were. Um, it's a watch. If I'm going to tip the Warriors because I think it's going to be wet. Right. If I've got that wrong, that'll be certainly changing. Okay. Manly could lap them. Six and a half at the start, Joel. Yeah, look, they've conceded three tries only the last two weeks. They're just flying. The team he's picked, Hasler, is pretty much identical to the team that lapped him in round three, uh, other than Walker coming back. So he's back into the side with LG out from that team in round three. Yeah, keen on, keen on Manly. And I said this during the week that to win a comp, sometimes you've got to do things differently. So if you go back to 2005, it was the Eels and the Dragons. They were the only two teams who could have won that comp. And all of a sudden, it was the Tigers doing things differently. Two things I've noticed with Manly, Dan, is they're prolific offloaders all through the club. And the other thing is, you watch them closely, they'll do everything they can to only have two in the tackle. Now, this I didn't notice. The offload thing, yeah, the number one offload team, but that's a very interesting yes. observation. So what that does is you haven't got people racing back on the line as someone's getting up to play the ball, and they're all set to go, and they all converge in. Yes, there's going to be many tackles where there's three in it, but they do whatever they can to get two in it. And I noticed that's all throughout their age group. So they are doing something differently. Um it's a boring stat now, but Tommy remains undefeated. I'll, I'll take Manly at the minus. Uh, yes. All right, me too. Uh, I've seen a fair bit of both teams of late. They are, the Warriors are yuck. Manly are flying. What does the uh, what does Young Quest say? Hey, he's saying Warriors. Oh, is the virus back? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he might have a weather input in the model. Who knows? You know what? Just yeah. just, just virus, uh, Billy Ray Cyrus is, is good rhyming slang. Right. Have a think about this year, right? So if you went back to, say, 2005, Lion King was, was a popular movie even before that. You know, Robbie Farrer, Cameron Smith were playing. Tiger Woods was winning majors. Federer was playing at the height of his game. Brady was winning Super Bowls. What's bloody changed? <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus has got a number one hit. Yeah, what what has changed? That. What's doing there? The whole no. world has not gone anywhere. Have you heard that song? It, it was, it's been number Old one Town for Road. 17 that weeks. That doesn't mean it's good. Well, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, the, Let the market decide, Dan. No, well, yeah, no, because, yeah. Uh, Penrith versus Cronulla. Two, God, you come up with some fascinating observations. How did you find out the two? How much football are you watching that you're seeing the two tackle? That's a very good observation. Yeah. Is that yours? Oh, no, or yes, you that's pin- fine. fine. You've pinched that off. Yeah. Okay. No, no, it's, 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 you would not have heard it before here. Absolutely there not. Absolutely it's not. Fine. We need to get back to campaign for the Think Outside the Box Committee. Get this man chairman. Because we've been low on, you know, a bit I've of got different, one. different I've, got, I've got a little loose one. It's mm. a bit of a wild child, this one. <laughs> Hypothetically, right, Sam Burgess irons out Moylan. Now, he's got off. Yes. Okay, he's got off. But Moylan's going to miss a week. He, here's my wild theory. Uh, yes. Right? That say say that in that scenario or another scenario that the player such as Sam Burgess had to serve three weeks. I'm proposing that two of the weeks are the next two weeks, and the third week is when you next play that team no, in a club game. Yeah, I don't hate that. Mm. What, what, what if it's a final? No, club game, uh, regular games only. So not okay. finals. But even if you had to meet them in round six next next year, right. I would propose that you serve that sentence. Like, why what if does Matt it... Moylan plays for uh, West Tigers next year? 
but he's the one who got whacked. It's more about it's more about the team who's disadvantaged. Yeah, I don't mind that. Mm. Anyway, that's another one for the ideas committee. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll come up with one every week for you. <laughs> you asked for it, Sean. Yeah. Um, oh, and someone tweeted me saying that I got a couple of things wrong. That's not unusual. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I thought the weather was going to be rubbish this week. I predicted no crowd at Brookvale. How wrong could I be? Mm. It was fabulous on Saturday mm. afternoon. Golden sunshine, 15,000. But all, I think that person also said that we were talking about the cutoff and that even par is sort of 12 wins and 12 losses. There's yes. 24 points. They've got to add the bye too. It's 26. Mm. 26. But I, I still think 27 might get might get in. 25, you mean? No, I'm, I'm... Oh, you're going the other way. I think someone's going to come through. That's what I'm saying. Oh, wow. The 25 is looking a very good chance. That oh. It's going to be a negative record that gets in. And, and we should probably disclose, sometimes you've got to throw an error out there because oh, then you know they're listening. listening. Don't you? No, no, thank you for the tweet. No, no, but... Um, Deliberate you, you won't be reminded when you get it right. used to be Parkers. We used to have the two buys. Yeah, and I yeah, don't yeah. want to get Joel started, but now no. we just have the one buy. Yeah, yeah I'd say it. Yeah. Uh, but if we had no points for buys in 24, would be the uh, would be uh, even par. Right, Penrith Cronulla, two dollars twenty nine. The Panthers. Geez, that seems skinny given no Maloney, no Luai. What the hell are they going to do there? Cronulla a dollar sixty. The start minus four and a half. This is at Penrith Park Friday night. Should get a big crowd. Um, so we're looking at a kid here. Uh, called Matt Burton mm. uh, as a possible entry, or perhaps Sione Katoa brought okay. in, and there's a reshuffle. So they're a bit of a mess, the Panthers. Uh, big mess. And, yeah, th- I don't think this is enough. Um, I'm not sure if you call it. A lot being made of Ivan Cleary's comments on NRL 360 last night. I found that a bizarre... I found it a fascinating interview. I don't know why he went on there. That he took what? the bait. Exactly. Why? Yeah. Well, what did he gain out of that? Well done, Kendy, because he got yeah. him in and obviously Cleary rang him up and gave it to him in the morning. But he wasn't so assertive, was he? Like, if you're going to go on there, I reckon you've got to just mark outside the crease and go whack, don't you? Well, they said it on air that the the real conversation happened in the morning. Mm. That's the one we need to hear. Yeah, mm. that's what I mean. Because what was last night was um, all the fire had gone out of it. Mm. If I'm a Tigers fan, I'm still pissed off at him. And if oh, I'm a, de- yeah, definitely. And yeah. if I'm a Penrith fan, I'm not sure. Mm. So I don't know what he achieved out of that. Mm. Yeah, the the comments around not being his roster, I, f- I thought were really interesting. It doesn't really show the kind of leadership that you want from a from a head coach when things aren't going your way. You kind of want to rally the troops. So I don't know if the players are sitting back and and thinking, well, shit, does he want mm. me here? Does he not? I don't know how that's gonna how that's all gonna work out. Um, Sharks, we saw them last week. Wait, Graham. Not enough can be said about his game last yeah. week. He's a genuine mm. gun. Um, four and a half isn't enough. Sharkies yeah. for me. Me too. Uh, what did you think of the interview, Joel? Yeah, no, I only saw like uh, two minutes of it. I saw it on social media. But, um, yeah, I just thought for what he said, probably wasn't strong enough to go on there and put yourself in that scenario. Yeah. You know, I think that – but. Yeah, you just don't stand to win much. Even the Trent Barrett comments, like people are going to... I can imagine the way he said that, Trent, but when you read it in paper, it just reads very differently. You know, it Mm. looks very different. But just on this game and and talking about the ladder, Dan, Mm. teams will be saying, oh, we need to win three games or we need to win four games. But it's these games that you have to win. So, for example, what I'm saying is... Oh, the four-point games. The Sharks playing the Rabbitohs isn't as vital as them beating Panthers. This is the game they've got to win. Uh, here's a little trivial one for you that I found. Wade Graham, his last eight games, 
Josh Dugan scored eight tries. Yeah. So Dugan likes playing alongside him. He's in a, in a bit of a groove for try scoring at the moment, Dugan. As soon as you tipped him a few weeks ago, he hasn't looked back. Hasn't looked back, has he? he oh, that's the reason. So not Talos giving it to him and saying he should retire. No. It was Joel Kane Joel tipping Kane. him to score a try. <laughs> I will say this, has though. turned him. I will say this about Dugs. He just never scores easily. <laughs> the, the, I, I reckon his ratio for tries referred to the bunker. Oh, I see. Like they all just got to go up there somehow. It's always a shit fight, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, what are we doing here? So if I'm Penrith, and, and this is going to be a challenge for him because his attack's been criticised, I'm just going, Maloney, you've got seven forwards with you. We're doing something different against this big Sharks team. Go for your life. But... I'm going to go to the Sharkies. I think they're starting to starting to grow here. Yeah. Um, Sharkies to cover. Yeah, I think Cleary might have a decent game, but I'm I'm going to go Cronulla. Well, well, last time last time Ivan was most under the pump, he dragged dragged them out of the fire against the Tigers. Nathan did. That's right. Um, what's your bet? The half marathon. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sneakily back in the game. Yeah, well they're both tied, aren't they? Tigers oh, yeah. and Penrith. Who was it? If if it's a podcast listener, so if. Whoever finishes high on the ladder, if Tigers do not finish higher than the Panthers, I'm running the half marathon in a Panthers jersey. <laughs> okay. I led right. by six points. I was home. Yeah. Then I trailed by four, and I'm remarkably back in it. Young Quest. Young Quest. What's he done here, the big fella? He's gone Panthers. Okay. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Our comp- our, our, we're completely different, Young Quest and I. Our models must be completely mm. different. Uh, Dragons versus Gold Coast. Dollar thirty-one. The go- the Dragons at Cogra. Uh, Gold Coast three dollars forty. Two teams going the wrong way. Starts big nine and a half. Wow. So if you want the dragon, well, jeez, it's who do you want less here? The Gold Coast, who <laughs> seem to have stopped trying, and the, dra- the changes galore. And the Dragons, who are trying, it seems, are just uh, are a bit impotent in attack. Impotent, one <laughs> word for it. Um, Harvey Norman rings to mind here. No interest. I am absolutely no interest in this game. And I'm not even going to bother trying to find something for the punters. You say that, but a, three, a 2.45 on Saturday, you're going to be... You know what? Who are going to have... Uh, These are always the here. biggest bet games. Well, all, all week I'm staying out and then something up. But as it stands... I. Do not care about this game. I want to move on and not think about it. Well, There's okay. Pace. They're, they're done, aren't they? They're yeah. they dragons. Oh, they, they, oh. they believe they're still in it, don't they? Did you not see them on Sunday against Parramatta? Oh, well, I, I was keen on the dragons. I thought that was my best bit of the oh, week. That's right. You took me in on them too. <sighs> I, I had them give them six start away. Um, Jai Arrow back. Jai Arrow back. Yeah. A public apology from Kevy Proctor, does that do anything? Or You know they're for and against since Brennan left. Is something like 130 to 30 or something like that? Wow. It's like That's not the response you typically see. Oh, I don't know what to do here. Um, what's the start? Nine, Nine and a half. half. Titans. <laughs> I think he got a fair record, actually, against the Dragons and particularly at, uh, at Cogra. Young Quest is with me. Okay. Uh, now, are you going to give us a tip, Sean, or are you going to just uh, suck um, on your dummy there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I, I like a big start, so Titans. All right, I'm going to be... Let's all agree, so I don't give anything away. <laughs> okay, Dragons for me, but uh, but like you, no interest, no betting. So what about the game. poor buggers? Oh, you said Dragons. Did yeah, you say dra- yeah, yeah, Dragons? Yeah, I was yeah. thinking, thankfully, because when the executive scorer publishes it, 
The poor buggers who didn't hear the podcast, they'll just see Titans picket fence. <laughs> All in. Yeah. All right. Eels Knights. Now, this is a better game. Dollar sixty-two. This is a bank worth dollar sixty-two. The Eels uh, Knights two dollars twenty-six. Two dollars twenty-six. That seems a bit thin. Minus four. Uh, oh, okay, so that's going to go one way or the other here, Shawno. Mm. Uh, so minus four. Geez, to me that seems thin because I've seen a bit of Newcastle and they're um, <clears throat> running on fumes, and the Eels are at Bank West, and we know what they're like there. Eels for me. Kick us off, Shug. Uh, we got an update on Nathan Brown. Do we know where he's at? Because that's a big. A big thing for me. If you haven't got Brown and, and you haven't got Fergo, well, he's named. He's named to start. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. What's wrong with him? Uh, ankle, I think. Ankle. Well, he gets hurt a lot, doesn't he? Yeah. Gee whiz! Last chance saloon for the Knights. I tell mm. you what, they've got a habit of. They're, they're pushing these good teams for an hour. Manly, the Roosters, That's the exactly Storm, right. and just capitulating in that last twenty. Oh dear! <laughs> this will get a crowd. I, I, like, you know, they're up and about, power, aren't they? That's mm. exactly right. They could get twenty for this. So big atmosphere. That's the only thing um, leading me towards tipping power in this one. I make it about four, four and a half. So um, yeah, as Shook said, it is the last chance saloon for the Knights. I thought the first half last week was okay. They, there was a couple of chances where they, you know, any other week it could have gone their way and it could be a completely different scoreline going into half time. Mm. Um, but once Manly got the run on, then that was it. I think Power have got a, a, a lot of self belief yes, at the moment. They do. Which, they won four of their last five or five of their last six. Yeah, and it, that's that's really hard to put a to put a number on. So I'm I'm going to lead with Parramatta. Um, it should be a, should be a really good game. I'm looking forward to it. Young Brown adds something to him, doesn't it? That young Dylan Brown, mm. the half. Mm. He's got that little swagger about him. Oh yes, that real belief. They're six and two when he plays with them. Wow. And when Nathan Brown plays. Brown plural. Brown plural, also six and two, but different games. Oh, okay. Um, I just got a feeling the Knights are going to have one last throw at the stumps. I, I just, the, the Ramian noise maybe distracted him a little bit last week. The question mark around Nathan Brown, I can't get out of my head that, you know, I think the Knights are a better team than the Warriors, and the Warriors should have won against the Eels a fortnight ago there. So, look, I'll take, I'll take the points on offer, and I'll take the Knights. Your Eels, Sean? I am. I'll say this: Newcastle's got a great head-to-head record over Parramatta. They flogged them. Well, flogged might be too strong a term, but they they really pummeled them in the forwards in round seven. That was a line in the sand game for the Knights. So coming off a five-game losing streak, last year they beat Parramatta twice. Even the year before they beat them, so they've won their last four against Parramatta. And we know that Newcastle, for a fair chunk of that period, haven't been much of a team. So. Um, there's something about Parramatta they enjoy playing. Youngquest. Uh, Youngquest is best of the week. He's got the Eels. And we should also have a shout-out to uh, Michael Gordon for the Titans. He's announced his retirement. So Yay. Immediate so, or? Uh, end of the year, I good think. Good for him. Yeah, good on him. So he's had a great career, Michael Gordon. And, uh, we wish him all the best. Speaking about the Gold Coast, there's a popular cafe up there and a, a loyal listener. And he always says that, um, I've got to dig this out, that people come into the cafe mm. and they're being drowned out by our podcast. Is that right? Yes, up, up, <laughs> up on the Gold Coast. And so anyway, he, he sent through a challenge. He, this guy... Hang, right? on, hang on, so we're playing on the speakers. Yes. And Mark, because he just... <laughs> Putting betting podcasts on, on speakers. It's his <laughs> cafe <laughs> and he'll do what different. he wants to do. And what he's also applied for, I can only imagine this is what it is. I, I don't fully understand this. He said, can you give it a plug? Um, and it's it looks as though he's trying to become an ambassador of... 
something here. It's loading up here. Gourmet, the gourmet search for Australia's gourmet pie guy, right? Oh, this Rumbies. has got pyramid scheme written all over. Search anyway, for Australia's on. gourmet pie guy, Marcus Wilkins, thirty-two-year-old from Burley Heads. Uh, Best gourmet trait, whether it's a hot pie. That's a Tinder page. Whether it's a hot pie or a cold pie, he's always the first to shout, right? Here we go. Tell me if this is going to get him over the line. Marcus can be found down at a local coffee shop in Burley. Not only does he make delicious coffee, but he never forgets a face or a coffee order. He's well known for his big smile and even bigger personality. This same guy. This that same, is a Tinder profile. <laughs> listen, this same guy would take the shoes off his feet for a complete stranger. He was last seen on Saturday night wearing leaves as shoes as he gave his shoes to a bloke trying to get into a bar in thongs. <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> no, that he was sounds last, like a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a good bloke. I'm no, I'm sure he's, he's, some he's, he's a really good bloke, Mark. It, it, look at him. He looks like good fun, doesn't he? <laughs> Where is he? Burley. Burley. I spend a bit of time on the coast. I might, a, uh, what's what's the cafe? He's a great bloke, Wilco. Uh, I, I wish I don't know the name off the top of my head. I'll let you know. But uh, right. go to the gourmet pie guy and give him a vote, will you? Search right. for Australia's gourmet, gourmet pie, pie guy. guy. Vote. Well, let's see if the podcast on. can get Marcus yeah, Wilkins over the line. Are the pies any good? Yeah, Brumby's pies are good. We just want see if our podcast listeners can get Marcus Wilkins over the line. The work in the Logie, so surely can. What are we voting? So we don't for know. Marcus, but as what? He's the the pie maker. Well, what you, what's your read? Search for Australia's gourmet pie guy. Well, I'm hearing that and he's got to make the pies to be the gourmet pie guy. But it is Brumby's the bakery. Is he the ambassador of pies, or what is he? <laughs> Marcus, can you give us more information, please? Please, I feel like we've become the continuous call on this podcast. <laughs> like we're just going. To, uh, there's look, nothing wrong with that, by the way. But it's just. Uh, I will say one thing. In some strange rabbit holes. He's a little bit fit for yeah, a pie guy. Sure, yeah. that, that, that's a disadvantage. I want to see a bit more of a some sort of with maybe mm. my shape, mate. Mate, he, he, he get a campaign mate, going for me. another. Sh- he's got a mate, Dale Salmon, and if he's not the ambassador of all ambassadors for pies. Mate, he should be putting his mate... Or what he should do is use his mate's photo. Hefty, is he? Hey? Hefty. He's a big unit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he, and, and one of those blokes who's quick to get his clobber off. He does, he's oh, got no wow. shame about that. <laughs> and should have shame to do it, let me tell you that. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, we're only five games in here, so let's go. Canterbury, track. Yeah. Canterbury West Tigers. Uh, this is at ANZ. This is Saturday night. Uh, this is a... So nine are doing these games. So these are Fox games, obviously, but nine's doing Saturday night football. This is not the greatest Saturday night game to start with, but okay. Two dollars fifty the dogs. Tigers a dollar fifty two, and minus four and a half is the start. This is at ANZ. Uh, Tigers. Mm. Uh, lo- now Tigers lost to Canterbury. This was a Kieran Foran dominated game at Campbelltown back in round three, and it was also the debut of Jade Nockenbore. Canterbury beat them that day, twenty-two eight. Tigers had do. Tigers did what the Tigers always do. They win their first two games, and then uh, Canterbury beat them there. Bit of a reality check, but the Tigers still very much in the mix. Uh, Joel, yeah, I mean, sometimes horses for courses, and I'm a bit worried about this. I'm, I'm going the Tigers, but I am nervous. The Bulldogs have had a pretty good month. Take out the Broncos hammering, they've very had a pretty honest. good, pretty good month. They've been pushing most teams. Um, since Dallin's been there, they seem to have improved. I, I'm really, really nervous. I'm really, really nervous. And the Tigers are going to do what they have done for the last 10 years, is they're going to tease the fans all the way up to that final mm. scene. But they, they've got to win this. They've got to win this. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it feels like I say this every week about the Bulldogs. You just you have to admire the, how they turn up each week. They're out of the race for for play finals footy, but well, I'm looking here, Joel, uh, Sean. I can only see once where they really turned it up. I'm looking here at all their results. So they beat Penrith last week. They lost to the Roosters by eight. That game against Brisbane, yeah, got away from them. But a few things went against them. Mm, yeah. Then they beat Newcastle, beat Cronulla. They were thumped by the Roosters at the SCG. Everyone gets thumped by the Roosters at the SCG. They were, Okay, they the Dragons have touched them up twice. I'm saying they're the only two times that Canterbury has sort of put the white flag up. Mm, That's mm. not bad for a team with only six wins. 20 yeah, games I mean, into the season. If if some teams hovering around that eighth position, you know, had the same sort of attitude as oh. the Bulldogs, you know, a lot can be said for for their attitude. So whatever Dean Pay is doing, I think he's he's doing a good job with what he's got. Um, I just have to take the Bulldogs' points and offer. I think it's it's going to be a, a low scoring game. I think Saturday night four and a half. I'm I'm happy to take points when the when the doggies play. That four and a half is important, isn't it? Three and a half would be a totally different mm. story, but that four and a half might uh, just change it. Oh, Tigers for me, but with very little confidence. You feel like they're going to get him in a scrap, don't you? Yeah, uh, I feel like this is going to be very close. Um, what, are, what does the computer say? Uh, computer's on the Tigers. Okay, now the Tigers run home. I suppose we should start looking at this. Uh, so Dogs, then they've got Manly at Brookie. Then they've got Newcastle at Campbelltown. St. George at the SCG. Cronulla at Leichhardt. Get your tickets now for that one. That, that's shaping up as the game. Now, I fancy Cronulla might have already punched their ticket by then, maybe, uh, for the finals. But that's, that's, a, that's the last game of the of the year. Regular season, yeah. It's a 2 o'clock game on Sunday. At Leichhardt. At Leichhardt. Oh. It's Robbie's farewell. Yeah. But even punch ticket aside, Dan, they might be playing for a home final. That's right. Or they might be yeah. a fluke or something for top four. They won't, or... be, they won't be that far in front where they can... I don't think there'll be any yeah. sort of attack oh, the gas. So. Be, it'll be very unlucky for that game not to mean anything mm. uh, for, in terms of ramifications. But that's not the worst draw, is it? Manly at Brookie's tough, but then Newcastle, Campbelltown, St George at the SCG. If they can take care of business tonight against Canterbury, uh, tonight Saturday night against Canterbury, mm. Mm. I think they can put themselves in a nice spot. Am I doing this half marathon? Do you think? Do you, do you think the Panthers going to get there? Uh, well, let's see who the Pan- who the Panthers got left. As I lose my Actually, papers. I'll get this, the consolidated one here. This will be easier for you. Uh, here we go. I've got it now. Do you want you, this one? Or you do that. Ah, oh, thank you. Uh, well, this, this, one, this week's huge, isn't it? Like, so, Cronulla, they've got Brisbane at Suncorp. They've got the Cowboys in Townsville. So, they're two either-way games. Then they've got the Roosters. Thank you, Joel. They've got the Roosters at the SCG. And then they've got Newcastle at Penrith. That's not a bad draw either for Penrith. Mm. What do you think? Hang on. The, the, they've got... Hang on, let's... Sharkies. they got the Sharks. So they're not, they're not winning that. Brisbane at Suncorp. Mm, nah. Oh, jeez, I, I wouldn't be giving Brisbane the points yet. Have you not watched them lately? Have you watched Penrith? Okay, they're both <laughs> turgid. I get you. Cowboys at Townsville. Yeah, no morals. <laughs> I'm not saying they're morals. Well, I'd rather that... I'm saying, than, I'm saying this I'd is rather a tough, that than playing Canberra at, the, at Canberra and Melbourne at Amy. No, no, no. Okay, they've got the roost at the SCG. I'll give you that. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying hold off on the Blackmore's entry? I think you might be a big, big chancy. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, I think you're going to win. But, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. but, but, but this, is, this is the bloody this, games they've got to win. Yeah, this, this week's huge. I need the double this week. I need Sharks to get the job done. Yeah, you're right. Uh, all right. And, oh, bloody hell. Sorry. I've got. Um, I know you're throwing. 
I know. Well, I've shook's got, pins away. Yeah. I've got the shakes. Uh, so we've all gone Tigers except for you, Sean. You've gone Doggies the Dogs. for me. Now, Super Duper Sunday. This is a spectacular afternoon of footy. It's whatever. It's going to be cold in Canberra. $2. Uh, the Roosters, $1.80. I'll just put this to you, gentlemen. Canberra, no matter what their scenario, always give the Roosters drama at Canberra Stadium. That is, for me, I think they're going to come out inspired. I think mm-hmm. this is sort of their their big sort of statement game. What What's the what's the uh, Canberra game? One and a half, in, by the way. The that, yeah, in Canberra against the Roosters where they gave them the biggest nightmare. Do you remember that one? Well, there was one last year. Sean, Sean's a bit young for it, I reckon. Oh, Mal Meninga, 38 yeah, points. Yeah. 66 to 4. <laughs> yep. Was that poor Fatty was on the Roosters team? Yep. Lapped him, didn't they? Did, did, did Ricky get injured at the end of that game? Was that that game? I reckon he got injured against Power. Right. But it was that year. That year, 93. Yes. God, they were a good team. That was the year they had to meet the Broncos. That's when it was all going to come together, wasn't it? There is a game. You can YouTube. It's Broncos Canberra, late in the season, 93. It's a Friday night. Oh, the Mullins one. Is the, it the Mullins, Mullins game? chip kick. Is it? Yeah. Well, anyway, it's on YouTube. I think it's one of Rabs' great calls. And But they, you can tell nine have really sort of decided that that's their big sort of mm. grand final there because they actually did this big pre... Remember back in the day, they wouldn't do a pre-game. They'd come on, they'd do the big opener, and you saw the team's running out. Yeah. Well, they've done this big opener. They've even put Rabs down on the field wow. for the opener. Imagine trying to convince Rabs <laughs> to come down and do that. They've brought down Gary Belcher, and they've got Blocker. They've got this whole... Wally, I think... Or no, yeah, well, anyway, it's a big team. I'll, I'll Google it. And just the atmosphere. Yeah. Full house, freezing cold. And someone's put it up as full. Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Joel. I've used it as sort of when I was starting to do the Fox stuff going, that game, that's the benchmark game. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know. Nothing, I think it was like 20 to 4, the final score. Like, it's not, not like a 18-16 last, but it was just the, the build-up and the atmosphere, everything about I've, it. I've got a good potty for you. Like all the people who listen to us clearly like podcasts because they're tuning in. The 30 for 30s are good. Do you like those? Uh, I like the shows more than the pods, but I don't mind some of the pods. Queen of Sorts I love. That's a poker one, which you would really like. Um, Phil Ivey, around Phil Ivey. Oh, yes. But but the one I'm talking about specifically now is... Queen of Sorts, is that the one where he cheated the casino? Or yes. I think he legitimately beat the casino. Yes. Oh, okay, let's let's make sure on our moral arbiter on this. Yes. So Phil Ivey works out... What was the game he was playing? It was, it was uh, Blackjack, no, wasn't it? No, no. Or uh, Baccarat? Baccarat. He works out... That this casino in London has a, design, a floor design in their cards. The, the, the design... Edge sorting, they edge call it. Edge sorting, they call it. So mm. it's like the pattern goes all the way to the edge. So he's such a genius that he knows he can tell a card face down because of... Or he's got a genius that works with him, a lady. Yes. And she can work out that that is the ace or whatever because of the edge sorting. Mm. Anyway, he took the casino for millions. Yeah, right. right. And he's a massive, one of the greatest poker players of all time, massive gambler. Mm. Went to this casino and said, right, and he does this at all casinos and says, right, well, I want to gamble, but I want to do it in privacy. So I want the biggest suite and I want the table in my room with the dealer. And of course, they say, of course, Mr. Ivy, because they just see dollars. So he takes them for millions and they, they refuse to pay him. But what they were doing was like, they were joking around as if it was just shits and giggles. Mm. The partner that he had there, this lady, she was saying, oh, I'm so superstitious and you've got to do the cards how I want them. So she'd see a card and she'd ask him to put it back a certain way. So she was actually crafting the order of the cards. 
Right. And then they just flushed them out. Yeah. It's a really good potty. But the one I was getting to, just a- about a- broadcasting. But hang on, I want to we'll get oh, to you. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I want Sean's moral. Play on. Got to yeah, get paid. Buddy, yeah, buddy. He never got paid. He got enough. It never got paid. No. And I think the court was sided with the casino. Yes. Outrageous. Mm. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Sean. Um, sorry. No, so the podcast is, uh, it's around John Madden. Oh, yes. Who's legendary in the NFL and about his commentary, about his coaching and all those sorts of things. But it was more importantly about the Madden game. Oh, changed everything. Changed everything, right? But there was a little tip he gave with the broadcasting. He was, do you know, he never sits in broadcast. He said, the players are out there running around. I need to stand up while I broadcast. And the other thing he does, if it's freezing cold over there, he needs the windows open. Yeah. Because he needs the listeners to feel the cold through him. They all do that. Do they, they all do that now based on Madden. On Madden. And so that's a lesson for our people building stadiums. Stop glassing us in. Yes. Stop glassing. Bankwest, beautiful. It's all glassed in. Can't feel the atmosphere. Yes. Thank yeah. you. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> so back on this game, Dan. I love that Joel's sort of tip on John Madden turned into me just spraying <laughs> Sydney Stadium. It's two weeks in a row, I think. Uh, you know, you go down to per- Optus Stadium, right? And mm-hmm. I, you know, open the window. Yeah. MCG, we call Origin, we open the window. Why are we letting these AFL people teach us how to call rugby league? What a big game. Raiders, Roosters. Oh, yeah. Huge game. Do they have to win to win the comp? Do they have to win this one? They're at home. No Taukayaho, no friend, no Cordner. Kotrick oh, back. Look, no, they don't have to, but they're no. probably not going to get a better chance to beat the Roosters than this. Um, no, but Sean, I'm not talking so much about beating them in Sydney. I'm talking about that. Very idea. Well, mm. this game possibly gives them the, the home final. The home final, yeah. It's a, it is a huge game um, in the context of their of where they're going to finish in that four. I, I'm going to side with the with the Raiders here for the tip, but I'm not sure if I'm going to bet in the game. I, I think you're really going to learn a lot here. Yep. Um, although the Roosters got a couple of outs, I don't think you know they're they're massive in the scheme of changing their betting too much. If Takiyaho maybe, but Friend and Court, I'm not sure it's a huge mm. out for the Roosters. Um, yeah, can't wait to see what they offer up. I think it's going to be a great game, and I'll lean towards the Raiders, but I'm. More, I just want to. I just want to cheer them. There's going to be a big crowd. Massive. Yeah. They're going to be up and about. I'd love to see them really turn it on. The most important week, I think, of a premiership is week one of the finals, mm. right? Because that's where the buyers come in. That's where you set up your home prelim final. So your point of getting that home final first is very, very valid. Mm. Mm. I don't think it's make or break for Canberra. But but if you're not beating them at home. With all those outs of the Roosters. Yeah, I don't necessarily... Yeah, you're right. I don't necessarily sort of say... Yeah, I understand what you mean. But the Roosters might be up for it too. Yeah. They're waiting for a challenge. When they were second gear, look what they did at the Gold Coast. But no, Canberra for me. What about you? Canberra for me It's just got that big event feel down there, doesn't it? That they're going to be at their best. Yep. And it's great for the game they're flying. It really is. Um, Raiders for Young Quest as well. Massive game. Massive, massive game. Canberra. Oh, Jared Croker, two fifty. By the way, game two fifty for Jared Croker. What a God, what a great career he's had. He brought them up. Mm. Two fifty. Yep, two fifty for him. We always concentrate on the record, the point scoring, and he's probably going to run Cam Smith down if Cam ever wants to retire. Um, that's pretty impressive. Two fifty. By the way, Roosters beat Canberra in Magic Ground, and if I remember, Canberra 
scared the hell out of them. Thirty to Late. twenty-four. That's right. Yeah, little and sneaky backdoor entry, wasn't it? <clears throat> it was. And 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 yeah. And the last. Okay, what about this? Last five matchups at Canberra Stadium: fourteen, twelve, Canberra; twenty-four, sixteen, Canberra; twenty-one, wow. twenty, Canberra. 24-22 Canberra, 24-20 Canberra. Roosters have not won in the capital since 2010. Did you um, have you called the Roosters recently? I did their Newcastle game. Latrell Mitchell is looking fit. He looks fit. he looks as fit as I've ever seen him. You think? Yep. Hmm. Yeah, I saw him on the weekend. I thought, geez, he looks sharp. So that's that's Cotrick's return. Cotrick will be straight on Latrell. Huge. Well, what about also Lailua is on the extended bench. Yeah. Now I'm wondering if that's a bit of mind games from Ricky to just make Robbo think he might be a chance. You couldn't. You couldn't. Um, couldn't play him, could you? Well, I just think he needs a run, doesn't he? In reserve grade, big body. Yeah. Or I'm not so sure about the run, but just you want to be sure he's cherry ripe to mm. go. He's you know that that combination he's got with with Rapana can't be understated. So it's going to be really vital to them. Um, Come final, so you'd want to make sure he's 110 percent ready to go. Have they got? Um, and I'm looking at an old team here, but um, Ryan Sutton's back this week. Cotrick's back. Once uh, Leilua's back, who are they missing? This is a pretty strength, strong team. That's yeah. it. Well, yeah. you're looking at dropping players like Oldfield and Simonson. Simonson. So this is the most important factor, and and Manly are Touchwood full strength. We don't want to see blokes go down. Yeah. I fear something's going to happen to Manly on Friday. Wet night. You've already mm. a- described it so perfectly, the conditions in Auckland, <laughs> that something <laughs> bad's going to happen. That just It's going too perfectly for them. Um, we've all gone Canberra. All right. And then the, the last game. What a, what a Sunday. What a Sunday. To be. South versus Storm. $2.70, the Bunnies. This is in Gosford. The Storm, $1.46, and the start is minus five and a half. But before you go on to this, boys, mm. if, I mean, it, it will change, but if it'll be something like this, this would be week one of the finals as it stands. Melbourne hosting South, yeah. massive. Roosters hosting the Raiders, yeah. massive. Manly at Brookie for the Tigers. Oh, yeah. And Bankwest Stadium, Sharks and Parra. Yeah, I'm... Mm. Massive. I said this on radio the other day. I'm, I have no bias to any team, but I do hope Parramatta get a home final. Actually, just looking at this too, so Manly would be the most northern-based team in the whole comp in the finals. So, how does he come up with this stuff? <laughs> Manly. So are you saying that Queensland will be on Manly's side? Because well, they have to. The, and the Maroon, they've got to cheer Manly. Oh, well, I'm sure that'll do it. I'm sure... All of Queens. By the way, can we stop calling Cowboys Brisbane the Forex Derby? They haven't Where's, paid for sponsorship. No. Where's that come from? I don't know. But is, until tra- is, there, is there a trophy? I don't know. But I'm Forex sure. Aren't I, I, saw for a, it. I saw a photo of a trophy. That's it. That's it. Yeah. We right. got out of that habit, didn't we? Remember, every game was for a trope. Now, a lot of these are for charities and like the, the Manor Cup, and that's that's beautiful. But then every game became about a trophy mm, for a yeah, while. Yeah, we yeah. seem to have just got away from that. Okay. Bunnies, Storm, uh, Gosford. Uh, again, it'll be a full house. Uh, usually we get pretty good footy, don't we, in Gosford mm. when the weather's good. Uh, fast track. How do we see this going? Five and a half is the start. Yeah. Um... How do we see this one going? It's hard to it's hard to get on side with South at the moment. They were really showing up last week against the Sharkies, um, and then prior to that, their form, you know, wasn't great. So 
all in all, the the talent and everything on the field is clear. Well, I think clearly good enough to match it with Roosters and Storm. But the way they're travelling, I've got some concerns about. Um, I think that yeah, so fell in against the Dragons, so mm. obviously that's not a form line you want to be looking at. And fell in against the Cowboys as well, which is and then only just beat Manly without Turbo. Yep. So that, it's a pretty ordinary month, although they're three and one. So you look at the the ledger, it looks okay, but it can be a little bit deceiving. Did um, you did you not you're right with all of that. That game on Saturday night, after five minutes you thought, Okay, Cronulla there are just some days it doesn't matter what yeah. you do because the other team is that switched on. Did you not get the feeling with Cronulla mm. that they uh, well, they, they were going to beat anyone that night? Yeah. So mm. I'm prepared to redline that yeah. particular. And game. the weeks before that, they were without Sam Burgess as well. So and he, he oh, how the hell did he get off? Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's that a, is a disgrace. I love Sammy, but that is a disgrace. There was a good point made. So that has been downgraded. <clears throat> excuse me, to a grade one careless. Yes. That's so the then, lowest possible grade. I think Ben Iken made the call. So what the hell are the other ones? Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, that's a grade one careless. But you know where the stuff up is is not. I mean, the great Nick Gabar, the Johnny Cochran of Rugby League, he, he, he's worked out the system perfectly. You've just got to find other grade ones that you can match up the Burgess tackle with and oh, go, well... Precedent. It's precedent. So stuff ups from six months ago, from 12 months ago, mm. are the reason Sam Burgess got off yeah. last night. So they're gonna, I don't know how they fix that system up because everyone should be going for downgrades because you would find the evidence, particularly on high tackles, there's so many of them. Mm. There would be so many bits of old video to go back to. You could fight pretty much anything. Anyway, so Sam's playing. Uh, it sounds like you were going for Melbourne, Sean. No, it doesn't sound like that at all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna... <laughs> you are a man out of confidence, aren't you? You've had one bad week all year and no, your no. confidence is shot. I'm concerned that all the numbers tell me to be on South, so I'm going to stick with that. But there's a concern around their form line. But I think you don't get a better chance to turn it around than coming up against a Storm, who teams, I think, naturally lift for. Mm. Um, yeah, bunnies for me. Haven't met this year, Joel. No, look, I, I just still think... I still think they're clearly the benchmark, the Melbourne Storm. Like, oh, you're I, in love with them. No, I, I, did, I did mention that 2017 is the best, most dominant team I've seen in the salary cap era. The Melbourne Storm, they won in an absolute canter, an absolute canter. This side is plus 271 in the differential. They've lost one game in regular time. One game in regular time. They are flying, absolutely flying. I want to ask Sean this question. Christian Welsh gone for the season, ACL. Um, with the greatest of respect, what what ratings, does that impact you at all? Don't, or do you think no. they've got the depth? I think I think they can cover that. They can yeah. cover that. Oh, you bastards. With the greatest. <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm, I'm just, he's no, an I am being, like, like a, it, he's a great player. It wouldn't and, make a difference to the market, though. You don't think so? Not, no, not even the slide? I 0.25? Don't, or? I don't no. think so. Maybe the slightest of changes, but... No, um, I wouldn't have thought it would make a difference to the market. No. It might make it. It makes a difference to the storm, but it, I don't think the punters would Jeez, take. I feel for that poor bugger. It, like... It looked as though he was in trouble at the start of the year, mm. and he battled through it. And you imagine, so when he got the all clear a few ah. weeks ago, he would have thought, "Ah, I've, 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 I've cracked it." Yeah. Um, so South for me, South for you, Sean. What about you, Joel? Well, talk form lines. This is the simplest form line you can get, and maybe it's a little bit too simplified. But a few weeks ago, Melbourne smashed the Sharks. Sharks smashed the Bunnies. Melbourne Storm. Okay. Um, Storm for Youngquest. I do think you've you crack something, uh, and that is using for and against as a form line in terms of going into finals, because I think only one 
no team since 1980 has won the comp without a plus minus of less than 100. You've got to be plus 100 minimum to be any chance. And you pointed out Melbourne's got nearly 300 plus. The great rugby league philosopher and financial guru and podcast listener, forget him on side, Shout out to Robert Kiyosaki, right? <laughs> Robert Kiyosaki. Robert Didn't he write tr- books for Trump? Rich Dad, Poor Dad, yeah. So he he says this, right? He says it's not what you earn, it's what you keep. So last year the Raiders were almost the best in earning, if you call that the four column, mm-hmm. but they kept nothing. They conceded points in the defensive column. It's not what you earn, it's what you keep. And the Storm have kept plenty. They've kept plenty out, don't worry about that. Um, five of the last seven, Dan, the number one defensive side has won the comp. Five yeah. of the last seven years. Okay. Clear benchmark. What? Okay. I just... That's the, <laughs> I don't know why Robert Kawasaki was so... What is he? Is he a motorbike now? Kawasaki. <laughs> I don't know why he was... The great rugby league philosopher. You just wanted to drop in that you've read Robert Kawasaki. Kawasaki. Kawasaki's books. He actually presented it to our Tigers side uh, many years ago. And, and mate... If we only knew what royalty was in our company. You know what he did, Robert Kaisaki? He invented the uh, the Velcro wallet. <laughs> now I'm impressed. Yeah. Now I'm impressed. You remember the Velcro wallet, the surfing wallet? He invented that. Everyone yeah. had one, yeah. 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 All right, premiership bet. We'll do our best bets in a second, but premiership betting, sing out if anything screams at you here. Roosters, $3. Melbourne, $3.25. Then it blows out. The South at 8 Canberra, 9 Manly, 10 Cronulla, 19 Mm, that seems... Uh, mm. well, how are you feeling, Joel? I think oh. you've got an interest in Cronulla. Well, they, they could they could cause a headache. They've got to, they've got to go the long road. Um, Manly, Manly's the one. I'm keen on the Storm. In order, I'd say the Storm, Manly, a little chance in the Sharks. Okay. Who, who's your three? It's just that it, it's outside the top four. We know how tough it is. And that's why like, Manly have been amazing, but they're only... Are they going to finish... They're going to finish fifth, aren't they? Yeah, probably. So unless South really hit the skis, yeah, it's. I mean, that's got. There's every chance, but Manly, we know nothing can go wrong for them injury wise. What? Okay. And they're going to probably have to win four games. So Ooh. it's look, it's going to be tough for them. Well, hang on, if Man- you know, Can- Canberra still look like. If Manly win this week, sorry to cut you off. Manly win this week and South lose. Manly's in the four. Well, mm. I, well, four and against, but they should be. If Canberra win this week. What do we forecast their premiership odds will sink to? If they're $9 now, I'm thinking like seven? six fifty, seven, yeah. Maybe the seven mark, yeah. It obviously because depends by how then, they do it. They're gonna get but but from a points perspective, yeah, they will get you would think a home first week final, which leads to a more likely yeah. home prelim final. Mm. Yeah, so one thing I know, Dan, that the, the two favourites can't get shorter. They've, no. got, they've got to win three games in a row. The multi cannot allow them to be any shorter, can you, it? You cannot back the Roosters at three dollars, mm. even if you think they're. Premier. He likes them. He oh, loves Teddy. Do you? Uh, like, uh, have you backed Teddy for Clive Churchill yet? Not yet, but I will be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that's it. I think. Oh, best bets, best bets. Or do you want to do your try scorer? Bingo? Oh, okay, throw out a try scorer. Kalen um, Ponga. He's airborne. He scored in. As I said, eight of his last ten games, he scored at least one try. So I'll have him. That'll be my best bet as well, Carlin Ponga. I'm going to go the opposite fullback in that game. I think there could be a few points yeah, here. Gutho. Give me King Gutho. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm going to... Okay. Uh, well, Manly, I think, might run it up against New Zealand Warriors. 
Garrick. I'm looking for value. Zero. Thompson. No. Uh, just going for fun. Give me both Garrick. Give me Garrick. Let's get a let's get a win on the board early. Ruben so Garrick so if they want to multi that up, and, and just going back to that one as well for the guy who did it last week, he had Cody Walker, Josh Dugan, Katoni Staggs, Tedesco. Now what he would need to do, Sean, is multi those up and then have a same game multi with yep. with uh, Mike Acevo and Caelan Ponger. Is that mm, right? That's correct. That's it. So you'll have to do the same if you want to multi our ones up. Sevo. Is he one clear again? Oh, he is. I'm petrified of Latrell. Four, yeah. Oh, tough week. Tough week this week yeah. for Latrell. How many weeks to go? Five. When does he start getting excited, Sean? I think with two weeks to go, he can start the... I'd be excited now. He's on a he's on a hundred and twenty four. He's on a what is he now? Three dollars. Let me tell you this: he scored at least one try in ten of his last twelve. Can you cash out? He, the boy scores. He's mm. just a scorer. Have you got cash out option on this one? Yes and no is the answer. Well, that's mate. I don't like that attitude. No, I'd rather have something on Latrell. I'm not cashing out. Is the cash out? <laughs> hang on, you got him at one hundred and twenty six to one. Yes. And what are you? That is your ego no that deal. big Stick. that you, you have to with, see this I'm out. No, let, I'm saying. Let it roll. I'm saying. All right. Okay. Uh, How many times can you tell people you're back to 126 to one pop? And it doesn't. If you cash out, that doesn't count for more. No. No. Uh, uh, Joel, I let my wallet dictate my sort of thoughts and feelings. And if I've got what, what odds is he now? I I cashed out one year on rekindling to win the cup, right? At a huge price. Yes. Because someone told me it couldn't win. I'm scarred by it. And I backed the horse that ran second. May Lugo, mate. May Lugo. Uh, I bet if you did a study on sports bet, male to female bets, and then male to female cash out, female cash out would be much higher proportionally. May Lugo. May Lugo. All right, we're done. Gamble responsibly, folks. Have a great week. See you, guys.